This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On this week's episode of the Beard Laws Podcast. I want to... touch on something um Ooh, i hope it's me it well <laughs> watching it and one of these kids i mean i swear he's only two has a fucking potty mouth he called me a bitch and i was like you're not wrong but damn yeah. uh, and it sucks being six foot two because every time that someone does have something that like blocks a little bit of shade i'm always hunched over like this and they're like this is comfortable i'm like yeah this is this is fucking great i'm, I'm shaded but now I'm going to have like scoliosis. This is, this is awesome. So, you know, I, uh, I got to tell you a two year old or three year old or any other kid, uh, called me a bitch. I would definitely pull out my inner David Lee Roth, uh, us festival or us festival to 1983. When somebody threw, uh, water at him, he's like, Hey, Hey pal, I'm going to fuck your girlfriend, but <laughs> your mom is what I would do. And, um, Definitely would be wrecking families at that point. His mom is beastie. In the politest way I can possibly say that. So, oh, it's an easy shot, then. It, it is. It is. It's just like, I'm like, do I want to fuck this Wookiee? I mean, she has a bigger mustache than I do. <laughs> Science, bitch. I said, oh my God. I go, man, we need to take you outside and hose you off. <laughs> I wanted to say, why can I smell the inside of your asshole? Like honestly, it's like it was. It smelled like stale farts and nut cheese. And it's like, like how do you go into public like that when it's 105 degrees, no less? By the way, you see how that vehicle's leaning a little bit. That suspension. That's how my mother-in-law sits in vehicles. <laughs> it was like it was like what's eating Gilbert Grape. You remember when she gets in the car and she's like, <laughs> the reporter who covered it for us uh, did a great job. First of all, he was he was interviewed by the BBC. Really? Yeah. Which, who's? <laughs> Back 
Welcome back at it. episode 206. Pretty sure while we're just doing this, I'm going to I'm going to do the the shout outs. So for whatever reason, if you don't love listening to our shout outs, maybe you're a little bit of a jerk because, you know, they they're they're friends of us, so they should be friends of you. You can skip forward a couple of seconds. But that'd be pretty rude. Deluxe Edition Network, shout out to the podcast of the month. If you're watching it, you can see it scrolling right under Brandon J. McDermott. It is Metalhead Journeys in the MILF and Me. Check them out. Some good stuff. The MILF in the MILF and Me is uh, taking a couple of weeks break, has a new little project going on. But the me in the MILF and Me is still going to be there with some guests and some other stuff as well. Big shout out to Beyond the Box podcast. We've talked about it a bunch. Beyond the Box opens a dialogue for conversations that needs to be had and brings awareness to the issues that need to be addressed. I feel like we should probably be a guest on that sometime or at least potentially be there. And there's one more that I'm super excited about. It is Unreleased Grounds. All right. You can see it scrolling on the bottom now. Again, if you're watching, if you're just listening, check out their Instagram, Unreleased Grounds. And I know you've been not a big fan of coffee. Okay. Not at all. Brandon, you're not much of a coffee guy, right? No, I mean, I'll, I'll drink it if it's there and somebody's like, hey, I got you a cup of coffee, but I'm not seeking out coffee. See, I love a good cup of coffee. And I mean, I'm honestly even just sipping some coffee this morning. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, we're recording in the morning because we're crazy like that. Uh, but if you hate coffee, it might not be for you. But Unreleased Grounds is a brand that's shaking up both the fashion and coffee scenes. They're all about blending the two worlds, which is really... In, in my opinion, just something that's not really done. So you're going to get some coffee merch and some people that love coffee. Because let's be honest, anytime you drive by, you know, the, I'm not going to give them shout outs, but those popular coffee shops, you know what I mean? That people, for whatever reason, will sit in a drive through for like 90 minutes to get their pumpkin spice flavored, whatever right now. They're, uh, they're, they're going to mix some stuff up and uh, they believe coffee is more than a beverage. It's a medium used to connect people, have great conversations and focus on the task at hand, which, hey. I believe it. I mean, obviously, beer is a good conversation piece, but people have good conversations in the morning with some coffee while the brain's thinking. They're pretty sober, um, you know, except for that drunk uncle we probably all have. That uh, There's probably booze in the coffee, but, uh, <laughs> but the, the, there's a twist with this whole thing because they don't even have coffee yet. They're brewing a vision to open a coffee shop in the future. They're going to serve you the same passion and creativity that you find in their merchandise. But the cool thing is their website is getting ready to launch and they wanted to utilize our show as one of the first places to see, hey, keep an eye on the Instagram, check it out. And uh, like I said, the website is coming very, very soon. They got some cool stuff. Uh, just looking at their Instagram where they have a shirt that says like, hey, let's coffee or something um, on a hoodie. There's this one that's a green shirt that is a it's just this really cool. I don't know, design that's just kind of like has a little bit of everything like a, what would it be like? A, not a, um, like a mural, like a mural. Just just real cool. A lot of cool stuff. Check them out. In the descriptions, we'll put the link and everything like that. Unreleased grounds. So that's what I got. That was cool. That was fun. Appreciate it. And the Patreon, of course. We're up to three Patreon members. Jim, Queen Kush, and Logan. Underscore P, underscore, 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 underscore. Something like that. But either way, he's a good dude. He's going to be the beard of the week coming up here because he's got a good one. He's got a good one. So if you guys want, patreon.com slash Beard laws. If we get enough Patreon subscribers, then we might actually make some money on this podcast, which we're not here to do, but it wouldn't be a bad time. You know what I mean? That way we could take all the money and then start throwing it in on these bets for this NFL Sunday that just passed and make up for the losses or that we probably all had. I can't see the future, but based on my betting, probably going to lose a little bit of money. 
you know, the, the games last week are done. It's Thursday. There's a game tonight, more games this weekend, but we're in the middle of football season. It's so, so awesome. So excited. I, I debated wearing my jersey, but I was like, no, I already wear my jersey on the other podcast. And, you know, I'll stick to the Neapolitan nightmare for this one. But I am, I am borderline giddy at this point. I'm so plus, ready to watch the Red Zone channel. Plus, tonight, at the time that you're watching this, is Vikings and Eagles. Bearing oh, that, yeah. you know, at the time of this recording, there was no major injuries, which, if there is major injuries with either of the team, none of us are going to cry about it. But on paper, should be a good game. I want to uh, touch on something. Um, Ooh, I hope it's me. It well, <laughs> I once and I don't necessarily feel this way, so please understand you, but it's not me attacking you by any means. But I had a friend who, uh, old, old radio host, a little older than me, who doesn't think men, grown men, well, men, it's implied, should wear other men's jerseys. Well, how do you obviously? I would say, how do you feel about this? I think I know the answer. I've got a few upstairs in my closet, uh. That didn't sound like I got men or jerseys. Yeah. jerseys. Okay. But um, I can't wear them because I'm a little too large now. But how do you how do you feel about that topic? So I, I guess me living in an area where I'm not a fan of the team that's local, I guess, you know, I mean who the hell wants to wear a cowboys jersey in Kansas City? So but uh I don't know, I like I'm a cowboys jersey to begin with. In America's general, team. you know, it's a choking hazard, you know, wear it just for brief periods of time. Um, but like I know if if somebody does come over and they are a Cowboys fan, yeah, I'll throw them a jersey. I'm like, yeah, you want to wear a jersey? Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, if a Chiefs fan's like, let me wear this jersey, I'm like, fuck you. What are you going to do to it? I don't trust you. So I guess it kind of depends on who it is. If it's my friends, most likely not. Random so, stranger, I trust them more. You've been Cowboys fan, huh? Unfortunately. Yeah. As a Nebraska football fan, uh, it's kind of the same pool. You cry a lot too, or? Yeah. Yeah. Except for, uh, you know, Cowboys fans usually get their hopes up. Nebraska is usually done by week three. They're like, we're not, we're not doing anything. Much <laughs> like this season. Yeah. Exactly. 2,400 so, and how many days, unfortunately, since the bowl game? Uh, it's it's 2,445 now. Yeah. Yep. And if anybody wants to know how he was able to rip that number off, go watch. Last week's episode, we got into it. Uh, as far as the jersey, my opinion, if anybody actually wants to hear it, I think it's fine. I mean, obviously, the NFL makes a ton of money. Rooting for your team. Wearing another man's jersey, no problem. The one thing that I'd maybe question, and this was brought up on a podcast a long time ago that I listened to, I almost think it was the middle of somewhere, that they kind of, not freak out, but they had a big heated debate of wearing kids' jerseys, like college kids' And how it's so weird that, you know what I mean, they'll pack 80, 90,000 people into a stadium. And when a kid, because they are, I mean, yes, they're technically probably adults, but 17 to 20, they're still pretty much kids. When they're dropping a ball or they're making a bad play and you have all these people screaming at these younger kids and wearing jerseys of these kids, that's where they, and, and personally, I don't care, but that's where they kind of were like, NFL, I think it's fine. They're grown-ass men. They're making a ton of money. And this was, again, before college athletes can make money, even though, really the only i think top tier make good money but uh right. i think that was a little more weird for me would be wearing i guess a younger kid's jersey but in the nfl there's probably some younger people too because we're getting old i feel like i and that's one thing i hate too is when i see these contracts are go oh, you know they're gonna make 135 million over this many years and, and i'm like how old is this person and they're like oh they're 23 and i'm like get the fuck <laughs> out of here yeah. -uh. and then <clears throat> every single time that they're talking about oh this person's had a, a a long career in the nfl or whatever sport they're in uh, they're they're 32. It's time for them to retire. And I'm like, what? Yeah. 
Or LeBron James. What is he, like 38 and he's going to retire? It's like, fuck, he's the same age as me and that motherfucker gets to retire and I probably won't even get to retire when I'm old. And he looks 50 now. Like, I don't know if it's just because it feels like he's been in the league forever, but you look at people like that and you're like, wait, he's not even 40 yet? What? It feels like this guy's been playing forever. Yep. And he tried to uh, copyright Taco Tuesday. That was already copyright Taco Tuesday. That was too much for me. Come on, man. You have too much money when you're going after something like that. And I love a good Taco Tuesday. Fuck. Likewise. Yeah. Other than that, uh, obviously, you probably should have done this a bit the game, but you've been whacking off. It's the voice over here. And if you're watching to the left, underneath us, not physically, but on the screen, is Brandon J. McDermott. I feel like you guys know this by now. But either way, how rude of me not to introduce you guys. And you guys can check out them on the socials. You've been whacking off, still whacking off, whatever he goes. Just spell it like what the Russian kind of form whacking off. Not, not, not how D lemon would try to spell it with the literal whack off. And uh, obviously Brandon J McDermott, follow him on the socials as well. If you'd like, and he's got a book, go buy it. I got it. I got it back there. Didn't read it. Love you. But uh, either way, uh, I, I had a moment where I was in public yesterday. I was rocking a Finlay hat in this. Uh, we were in, uh, what the hell was the name of this Zapier or something like that. Kind of like a skater shop. I don't know if it's just a local place or if they have chains all over but they have skater style shirts you can go in design your own skateboard stuff like that the oldest school started last week and great parenting by me decided apparently we only got new pants didn't get a lot of new shirts so did the whole order cleats online didn't fucking fit which i don't know if you guys have ever been there but uh every time ah, man that pissed me off maybe we'll cycle back to that but that was a that was a very story that i'm pissed about but anyway so we get into this place and the skater dude you know, wearing the toque or beanie, whatever you might call it. Nice blue hair. Very, very nice. Seemed to love his job. Every single person in that store loved their job. And I'm like, this is cool. Good environment. And I don't know if he was just buttering me up or whatever, but he's like, oh, man, sweet beard. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So you probably get sick of hearing that. I'm like, nope. Nope. Sure don't. And he's like, <laughs> love that hat. And I was wearing a Finlay hat that was like an orange corduroy hat with a pink uh, lace. And he's like, that hat is sick. And he's like, is it weird? Can like I touch it? I just want to, I just want to know, like, I'm a hat guy. So I hand it to him, touch. He's like, oh, it's cool. So I was like, yeah, it's Finlay hats. They're out of, and then my brain was like, oh, fuck, what do I see? They're out of Oregon. <laughs> right. And he just was like, and he looked, he's like, oh, yeah, Oregon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Oregon. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to get into this. But, you know, my brain, I'm like, and I'm going, you motherfuckers. The first thing I thought about was you two guys. I'm like, Oregon. <laughs> And it felt weird for me to say. And he replied back with the North Country way that we say it, Oregon. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to check them out. And, and I, so in this situation, I could have been like, yeah, use code beard laws, man. You'll save like five, 10 bucks off your first. But I, I didn't want to, I kind of felt like a douche. So I was just like, yeah, awesome hats. Check them out. Like, would you guys have been like, use my code? Or were you guys have just been like, play it cool? It's different when you're online, I think, than in, yeah. in person, you know? If somebody is actively showing interest, yeah. I mean, you're 100%. Being- I, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm with you on the whole online thing. I wouldn't want to, hey, use my promo code. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. But if you're in person, somebody's like seeking you out, tell them, hell yeah. Yeah. Especially if you, like, what, what I would do is just be like, hey man, you know, normally it's, it's this price. Uh, I do a little stuff online. They hook me up with this discount. Use it. This will save you yeah. a little bit of money, at least cover the shipping or something like that. Yeah. Just, just act like, like, hey, I'm not trying to be lame, but if you want to save some money, here you go. And then we go to check out and they're like, would you, would you be interested in um signing up for the the code or whatever with the phone number and i'm like do i save anything they're like 
no. I'm like, then why the hell would I sign up for it? And they're like, well, it really help us out. I'm like, how? And he started to explain. I'm like, whatever. He goes, 20 seconds. That's all it's going to take. So I go, you got 20 seconds. Go. And he was like, oh, name, number, email. And then I go, Matt at beardlaws.com. And he's like, beard laws or bear laws? <laughs> and, you know, this person, no no judgment, obviously, there's never judgment, was was very flamboyant male, you know, just personality-wise or whatever. And he just kind of looked at me. I'm like, beard. And he's like, that is the coolest email that has ever came through. I'm like, okay, seven seconds. And he's like, done. How long did it take? I was like, 38 seconds. He goes, oh, I go, why don't you change your whole spiel to it'll take 40 seconds. <laughs> I, like, I got you. So I did a little HR training there for free. So there you go. There you go. But, and but, usually a lot of people are not very happy when someone finishes under a minute, but at least this way we, we like that. You hear that, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Big approval. Round of applause without even the clap. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys have any uh, anything cool that happened to you guys, I guess, this weekend? It was my first, last week was my first week on the air. This is my second week on the air. We've had some good, uh, uh, good response, both from folks, uh, business leaders and listeners. So yeah. I'm just excited. Check it out. I did Hastings links, link.com. Hastinglink.com. There was no S, and it brings you right to the redirect central news channel Nebraska.com. And I, I would listen to it. I got it on there, and I, I thought it was really cool too. It kind of tells you what was played, what's going to play. The music was awesome, and uh, obviously hearing your voice on radio was really cool. I used to I used to tune in occasionally there when uh, uh, prior endeavors, you know, for you. And it's it's good to hear you back on there. I thought you did a great job, and didn't even lose a beat in those hundred and something days, man. It was it was good. I like Thanks, it. Man. Check it out. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's 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 cool. And um, you got sunburned as hell. I did. Uh, my daughter had a uh, softball tournament that uh, we got there at like eight thirty in the morning. I think we left at like three thirty in the afternoon. By the time it was done, and uh, but they they went undefeated. They they played their little hearts out and they won. But yeah, I uh, definitely I'm a, I'm a redneck again around these parts. So I'm I'm a little bit more accepted again. So that's pretty. You should nice. have been that dad that lined up the vehicle of yours and as everybody was leaving, leaving just cranking. We are the champions. Oh man, I thought about it and stuff and. Uh, I, I always tried to embarrass my daughter as much as I can, but yes. she uh, she played pretty well. And we even had uh, like three of our cars like backed up with our trunks open just so we could have a little bit of shade. Obviously, you know, the parents didn't get to hang out over there, but yeah. Uh, and it sucks being six foot two because every time that someone does have something that like blocks a little bit of shade, I'm always hunched over like <laughs> this. And they're like, this is comfortable. I'm like, yeah, this is this is fucking great. I'm, I'm shaded. <laughs> but now I'm going to have like scoliosis. This is this is awesome. So. I don't know. I was a little bitch. I'm going to buy probably several different like canopies or something in the future because I think we have four more tournaments. Dude, and I'm, I'm know what you need? Again. Bring them back. Make them cool. The umbrella hats. Remember I, those things? Yes. I have a little baby shark umbrella that uh, we hook on this little wagon to pull off our chairs and stuff. You know, a family of five, it's a lot to carry all these damn chairs. You usually have to have a blanket as well. Then you have the kids' toys. You know, it's a lot of shit. But we fashioned a little umbrella over there for the little one. He just sits there with his iPad, chills, shade. I'm like, you lucky bastard. I here we go. This one you need right here. Dude, you rock this on your head. You get this one, a mass mall umbrella hat, elastic band. Slap that thing over any hat. $11.99 on Amazon was $18.99. You'd have it by Wednesday if you have Prime. I wonder if they have That's customized ones to where I can put her jersey number. 
I mean, this one's great. You could probably take a cricket or something like that. You guys have you guys are into the cricket scene, right? You could probably cricket or number right on there. You know, it dude, and then you could start selling them customizable umbrella hats at softball. Dude, you're gonna be rich. I just I feel like my daughter's gonna kill me if I even show up within ten feet of the field with that on. This looks like a, a, a scene from something else. Am I right? It does. I was wondering if it was Rihanna at first. I, I kind of caught a glimpse. I was like, damn, girl, what are you doing? I thought you were a billionaire. What the hell are you doing marketing this $14.99 shit? Oh, this is a big one. This is $34.99. I was thinking R. Kelly, but <clears throat> that's that's the one that popped in my head. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. The hairbrella. But either way, I can't wait to see you rocking a, um, an umbrella hat. 37 inch, that one is. Dude, this one's a double. This is, look at this one. It's a double umbrella. <laughs> Wait a minute. So that is, I mean, that's a I don't double umbrella that. hat. What the fuck is the point I of that? Yeah. It's a vent. You can have the vent up or vent down, apparently. Rainproof, air cool. Look at that. She's mowing the lawn in this thing. <laughs> and she's wearing like muck boots too. Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you're not supposed to mow your yard when it's raining. No, you're not supposed to. But uh, there we you go. Know, I think this is it. This is the one, sixteen ninety nine. Um, if we get three Patreon subscribers because of this umbrella, we're gonna give one away. Three more. If we, no, yeah, at ten, we'll make it. We'll make it an even number. At ten Patreon subscribers, we're gonna give away a, an umbrella hat. That looks like there a you. UFO. I would just sit there and just spin around the entire time. Like, oh, there's there's Brandon again, fucking delirious, having a heat stroke, just spinning around in circles. We're gonna get an umbrella hat sponsor. I think your daughter's going to love it. I think you think it's going to embarrass her. I think she's going to love it. <laughs> when she's out there in the field, they're like, hey, can, can you guys all see your parents? Where's my dad? There's a fucking hat. There's my dad. Or, he showed up. <laughs> who's that fucking giant in the outfield wearing a... What is... He's wearing an umbrella on his head. Because none of those kids are going to remember those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like we barely do. I remember those and those... Remember those stupid spinning hats? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those were fun. The only reason, I, I, I've only seen one person my entire life shout out to my cousin who goes by his nickname is Dick Boy because he is a dickhead and uh not yet doesn't yeah it sounds weird probably as soon as i said it it kind of sounds like the Oregon thing uh yeah but uh he had one of those when we were younger in Florida and that's the only person i've ever seen and he would just sit there and he was that kid that was like he'd tell you to fuck off you know he he they swore at a very early age he was a, a wild man and he just fucking to the point where i'm surprised my father or one of anybody else at that trip did not smash that or shove it in inappropriate places. But uh. and speaking of kids uh, cursing at a young age too, I did have this. We always have this one family that uh, they have a couple younger boys and they like to hang out with with my youngest. And but they just kind of leave. They're like, hey, you know, here's let them play, and then they just walk off and go a different direction. I'm like, hey, no, watch your kids. I always get stuck watching them. And one of these kids, I mean, I swear he's only two has a fucking potty mouth he called me a bitch and i was like you're not oh. wrong but damn because he kept asking they're like he's like hey man he's if he asks for food don't give him any i've already fed him so of course i'm over there with a soft pretzel just having a good mm -hmm. time he's like oh my i have some i have some and i was like no your dad said no i'm like pulling it away and he's just like trying to grab my like, kid no no and he's like bitch and walked away and i was like how old? Two? Two. Like almost three. Like two and some change. You know what I mean? This kid still soggy ass diaper walking around the baseball field. I mean, this kid 
not much like younger mm. than mine mine's three so i was like the fuck and i was looking at my i was like did a little kid just call me a bitch and she's like yeah that that happened that happened and then the other kid is like four or five dropping the f-bomb non-stop and i'm like and every time that the parents hear this kid scream it he's always around my kid and they're like mm-hmm. yeah i was like it's not mine this kid is not my kid no get him the fuck away from me so now i, I feel bad my kids are getting guilty by association already i'm like tough world we live in boys tough mm-hmm. you know i uh i gotta tell you if a two-year-old or three-year-old or any other kid uh called me a bitch i would definitely pull out my inner david lee roth uh u.s festival or us festival to 1983 when somebody threw uh water at him he's like hey hey pal i'm gonna fuck your girlfriend but <laughs> your mom is what i would do and um Definitely would be wrecking families at that point. His mom is beastie in the politest way I can possibly say that. So, oh, it's an easy shot, then it, it is. It is. It's just like, I'm like, do I want to fuck this Wookiee? I mean, she has a bigger mustache than I do. I don't the noise. I was gonna try it, but I don't want to fail miserably. And it's hard too because you know, if they use the swear word in good context, it's hard to be mad about it. You know what I mean? But at the same point, I, I, I think we all agree. Like, I don't want my kid being the kid that's out there dropping F-bombs and stuff like that. Do they do it when we're not around? Probably. Do I occasionally have a word that slips out? Is there stuff on TV that they, you know, probably hear? Or kids that, you know, are playing video games, it's probably out there. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel like kids just do it so they can feel cool. Maybe they're like us, you know, sometimes you get pissed or you stub a toe and it's not like, owie, it's fuck or shit, god damn. You know what I mean? It comes out. You're expressing an emotion. Uh, maybe they're just, it's their way to get attention, you know? And maybe these kids don't get a lot of attention so they know if they walk around and call you a bitch, they're, maybe they've learned that that two-year-old, when he says a funny word, parents laugh, they think it's funny, and he gets some food. And, you know, kids are smart when they want to be. That's true. That's true. I, I also find it interesting uh, there was a study done a couple of years ago and research shows now. I hate that term. A study has shown in research doing that research indicates that um, cussing or swearing after you stub a toe or hurt yourself actually helps alleviate uh, the pain a little bit. Oh, yeah. that explains why I turn into George Carlin every time I stub my toe, yeah. because I am saying every goddamn curse word in the book. Mm hmm. Plus, wasn't there, again, another research that was done a long time ago that people that swear more are actually, like, scientifically have higher IQs or something like that, too, are actually, when swearing the right way and in certain things? Shortly here, the science shows that when people swear, it can activate the amygdala, which triggers a flight or flights response, which leads to a surge in adrenaline, a natural form of pain relief. Huh. Interesting. So there's your science for uh, the Beard Laws podcast. Science, bitch. Educational show. Educational show. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's uh, okay. Look at us go. We're uh, we're pretty good. Watch we're talking about kids, three year olds, two year olds, kids swearing, and uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this last week. So if we did, we'll stop. But I came across this bizarre headline of an article the other day, and I said I got to bring it up to the boys to see what they thought because. It's not a funny one. It's a pretty weird, serious one. But a Florida mom was accused and put in jail for hiring a hitman to kill her three-year-old son. Jesus Christ. 
first of all, that should be an easy task. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to hire somebody to do it? If you're going to do it, it's like, what do you do? Just give them one swift kick? <laughs> like, what are you, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, oh, I was scared. It was nighttime. I thought it was an intruder that was two foot one. <laughs> <laughs> so, three-year-old son hired a hitman online. She was 18 years old. So, got oh. pregnant at, what, 14 probably. Definitely 15 if you do the easy three, but then the pregnancy and stuff. So, she was either 14 or 15 years old. And, uh... Apparently, she went to that was the the website name. It was it was something stupid like hireahitman.com or something like that. Where the website isn't for that. It's some funny thing apparently. But it got to the point where, from what I remember, that the person that is in charge of the website actually oh right here rentahitman.com is where they went to, um, and they even had a safe word for the potential contracted killer. Which was, are you ready for it? Put me in coach. Put me in coach. Ready to play. You know, I, uh, I I know we don't like to get serious, but since we're sharing a story. Yeah. Um, it, it just goes to show why I waited until I was 33 or 4 to have children. But also, on top of just making sure you're ready uh, mentally to have a child, and have the the finances to pay for it. Um, sometimes it's important to teach your children, and I'm talking about the parents of this lady who tried to do this, mm-hmm. of the the scariness of the and the finality of and the harshness of some of our uh, of what we do, mistakes or you know uh, terrible decisions can lead to very harsh consequences that are unending, and you can't come back from it. Um, if you need help, seek help. Yeah. Uh, if you can't take care of your child, seek help. There's help out there beyond your family. Uh, anyway, so yeah, there's, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know the situation or the details of this, but just heartbreaking to think that uh, a mother would do that. A parent would do that to their child. Yeah. The quote was the kid is the problem. I hope you see that all I ever wanted to do was to free you. I told you about the kid. You won't do anything. The affidavit said. Yeah. So, uh, she needs mental help. And hopefully she's getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully that child is far away from her um, forever because that's awful. As somebody who lived in lived in and out of foster care as a kid and jumped around from different places, I can definitely tell you that any positive help, whether it's your actual parents or a guardian or anything else, is better than 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 that trash. Yeah. And parenting's not easy, man. Like people that are listening to this, like in theory, is it awesome? Yeah. You want to be a dad, you want to be a mom, you want to be a parent. It's so cool. There's a lot of times that just suck. Do I love my kids? Absolutely. Do I love every minute with these kids? Fuck no. I mean, and and, and it's, they don't probably love every minute. And growing up, we didn't love it. But holy shit. You know what I mean? And then you, th- you start to think back, you know, and sometimes you, you're just like, fuck, you know, like I'm, I'm thankful. I have, you know, parents that stuck it out. They're together. And, and you come back and it's easy as a parent to be like, wow. Think of certain scenarios like, wow, that was pretty shitty what they did. But then you're like holy fuck, like, go to the grocery store and you're like, I can't believe how much money those fuckers spent on me. I ate a lot of food. You know, I got a buddy who's got, uh, they had one child, then they had natural triplets. They were going for, like, that one more, let's have two kids, you know, two kids, two. So they ended up with four pretty quick, and I, I was just chatting with them the other day after a soccer game, and he's like, what are you up to? Oh, you know, me and the wife, we got a little bit, we're gonna go to this town near us that has nice restaurants. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but, you know, 
we got to go to Sam's Club first, stock up for the week, you know? So, I mean, they're driving an hour and a half to get to a Sam's Club to buy a bunch of food, to have a couple of minutes to go to a nice dinner, to come yeah. home. And it's like, you know, and, and, and the biggest thing, like I, I had a buddy recently too, that was like, man, a newer dad was like, I don't think I'm doing this shit right. And I'm like, there's no right way, man. There is not a book that says, here's the right way how to be a father. Here is a ton of ways to be a shitty parent. And there's some shitty ones. And if you think in your brain, should I do this? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. But there's no right way to be a parent. Everyone's different, you know. And you, you, you see at these sporting events, you know what I mean? You're there. Eventually, you'll probably maybe be there. And you're just at these sporting events. And you hear these parents yelling at their kids and saying this and doing this. And the way that they're react, you know what I mean? Like some of these parents, the way they're, they're screaming and saying stuff to their kids on the sidelines. Could you imagine how shitty it probably is at home? Like you can pick up some of the stuff that's like, well, that's not for me, but hey, there's no right way to to be a parent, and I think that's that's important for new parents to remember. Like it's it sucks. It is it's it's a a very exhausting task being a parent, and um, like I said, I'm already doing better than my dad because I, I was present, so I was telling my kids, and they're like, oh, "Dad, this sucks. You suck, man." I was like, mm-hmm. "But I'm still around, so you got me for a long time, ladies." <laughs> but the. Uh, I, when you were talking about like the kids or the parents yelling at the kids and stuff at the game, so like we have this one parent that used to be a coach when they were this this group of girls were little, and uh, so he's very active. And usually, if there's a questionable call, like he's the first one that's like screaming at the ump, and we're like, "Dude, chill! Like, hold on, let the coach do her damn job." And he got he started going on this little damn tangent. And we're like, "Oh fuck, here he goes!" And immediately, the coach walks over there, and he's standing behind home plate, and. Uh, she puts her hand up and she's like, shut, Will, shut up, shut up. He's like, but I, she's like, I didn't ask. And just immediately turns to the up and I'm like, oh, uh, she got you. Yeah. And he immediately gets up. And he's huffing and puffing. She doesn't need to talk to me like I'm a damn child. And I was like, where are you acting like one? Well, were you acting like a child? Yeah, you were. And so the entire time that was the, that was game one. He was bitched up for four hours. Ugh, still can't believe the coach fucking yelled at me. And I'm like, oh. You're a little bitch. <laughs> she got doesn't you. need to talk to me like a child, but it worked. It did. And I was like, look, who's going like who's huffing and puffing right now? The child. Yeah. It's you. But uh, so I was wondering, have you guys ever experienced any parents going like absolutely ape shit on? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ums and stuff like that. Yes. And actually, I actually played something in my uh, on my radio show last week. Um where this guy on TikTok, I can't find it quite yet. I'll have to send it to you. Um, acted like he was he was the uncle 
at a uh, baseball game. And it's something that is just hilarious, even to listen to audio-wise. But I can't find it. Um, yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I haven't personally experienced that besides choke up on the bat, Billy. You know, <laughs> keep your eye on the ball. You know, stuff like that. But that's the normal stuff. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been a part of uh, games like that where you see coaches who are kind of hard on the players. It's like, oh, I don't know if this coach is one of the parents or something, but man, I would not want to play for that guy, even as a 35 year old man, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been obviously I, I played sports and I've been coaching since 2004. I've seen some shit. One of the one that stands out with me and and this is a person that I grew up with, uh what used to be really really close with his uh his parent but I'm into too many details in case they are listening. Um at the time was a severe alcoholic, like rough, and the father went ballistic. Like was in the stands yelling and th at this time we are probably sixth graders you know what i mean so it's you know youth youth baseball and to the point where and, and at this point usually the umps are high school kids you know modified maybe jv so there's between seventh and ninth grade kids jump the fence to scream a little bit more to the point where like the coaches the commissioner and everything like had to get this guy restrain him and get him out of there and it, that that was the worst and thankfully nothing really escalated but this guy leaving and you know in towards the end things you know worked out much better between him and the father but uh that was a that was a rough one but yeah parents are fucking nuts and i, I think they need to realize that the you know it's about the kids it's not about you or how you used to coach or how you used to play it's about these kids having a fucking good time and making some memories because you know you guys either were athletes played sports had friends that played sports like you don't know and you don't really care unless something crazy happened in you sports you know what i mean you might remember the time you scored a touchdown or maybe you hit a home run you don't remember the time that you went 10 and 7 you don't remember the time right. you went one you don't remember that show you'll remember the time that jim bob ripped a fart in the dugout that was so loud that he actually shit his pants a little bit and had like that is what it is and it, it, it teaches you more than just sports you you learn not to be an asshole you learn to work as a team you learn to more or less take orders and, and listen to somebody as a coach or a boss or something like there's more to sports than people think about fucking winning you know what right. i mean well i realized too that i become kind of like a uh, like a team mom like i I don't really help out with like a lot of the coaching or anything like that, but I'm like, hey guys, in between breaks, I'm like, I got a cooler ready, I got snacks for you, I have, I've got little games for them to keep them occupied, whatever, because sometimes they're waiting, you know, three hours in between games in the sun, so I always have you know everything ready. Yeah, and so every time they're always like, hey, you know, thanks to you know Brain's dad for bringing all this stuff. I'm like, I got you. I don't know anything else. But I know snacks, and I got you, girls. <laughs> the worst for me is, uh, and then we're gonna play a video that Brandon just sent over the, that goes exactly with this conversation. Is is the dance life? You know what I mean? Like my, my my daughters, they dance. So you you drop them off, you wait in the parking lot for thirty to sixty minutes, and they come out. How was it? It was good. What'd you do? Oh, we danced, working on our dance, and then they dance for several months, and you spend all of this time sitting in the vehicle, aimlessly scrolling on social medias and whatever else, trying to hustle to watch a performance great when you're at the performance but at least when you're soccer softball and stuff you're watching the games and there's more they get one chance it's kind of like uh 
like I don't know any other sports that's like that, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, you're that, that dance life is it's a struggle. And that's like you said, you don't get to witness it. You don't get to see it. You get to see the practicing at home and everything. You're like, it <laughs> <that> looks <laughs> awkward, you know, you know, whatever. But, and, and then they go to the recital and that's all they think about is just like how their makeup's going to be, how their outfits are matched up and everything. And I'm standing there going, anything I can do to help? Like, what do you, what do you want me to do? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. And, oh, you forgot your tap shoes. I'll run home and go get them. That, that I can help with. Uh, yep. I- Dance recital life sucks. It does, but it, you're so proud of them, you know what I you mean? Are. At the same point, but probably not proud of this guy. You want to play that video, Brandon? Let's do it. It's funny. Ah, let's do the thing. Let's go full screen. Here we go. Hey, the game's still going on. What inning is it? Fifth inning. I'm early. So is Keith playing or Kevin? What the hell the kid's name? Kind of dumb. Where's he at on the field there? On there, Kevster. Fuck, freaking kill him. All right. I'm such a proud uncle. I would support the damn shit out of that little guy. <laughs> There's no smoking. I'll put it out between puffs. Come on, Devin. Where you guys keep the participation trophies for these little scamps. Surprised we even keep the score anymore. Whoa! We got kids smacking each other's butts out there. You guys seeing this? Really is starting in school. Just let me like this. Eyes on the ball. Coach, can I come out there and show them a look? No? Okay. Sportsbook around here. You think they got any Everclear at the concession stands? I got my own mixer. I can beat up that coach. It's like a real push. Over. team, or do we not respect free speech around here? Hey, Kevin, Kevin, just clean them. Use your cleats. Blue time, blue. I like this real quick. Suppose you don't want me concealed carrying right now either. It's not. It's in my car. It's in my car. Shut up. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Rebel. They lock up the field after these games, or they allow members of the community to run around the bases. Guys, mind if you go take a couple very loud speakerphone work calls right beside the dugout? Yep. No, Jeff, I can hear you. Is this over oh, yet? Oh, oh shit, is the other, the other team putting in a new pitcher? Is it that Dominican kid? Uh, well, we're, we're fucked. <laughs> they had a much cleaner radio version I played on the air. <laughs> well, and the, the, the obnoxious loud phone calls behind the dugout that every fucking team <sighs> that usually, not to be sorry, usually it's a lady on, on our side that's uh, always on her phone, just like, oh yeah, really, well, darling, you won't believe what happened. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Okay, Connie, take your shit. And go to the concession stand. Get the fuck away from here. Nobody can hear a goddamn thing. Go to your vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that video. Good. That video is from Gus Johnson. So if you guys want to follow him, that was on the Gus Johnson YouTube. Is you know, he I, a part of you, I, betcha? I don't know. I've seen him before. He just looks familiar. Sweet hat though. That Miller High Life hat. Decent hat. It was a Genesee hat. I fucking love it. You know what we've seen over the past? Everybody points to 2016, but I I'll go further than that. A while back is people lack a lot of empathy but beyond that people lack a lot of caring about how their actions are impacting other people in public and this is a great topic of that a great touch on that because i mean talking loud at a baseball game i would never do that it's like i would never even pull into my neighbor's driveway to reverse i'll go around the block you know because i'm so worried about being offensive or you know offending somebody else's uh space so much less talking loud. Like who, who do these people think they are? I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Same thing. Like you were talking about pulling out of someone's, you know, driveway backed up into the yard. I'm the exact same way. I'm super anxious about like not trying to offend anybody. I say, I'm sorry in a public setting, probably 40 times. And one of those guys are like, dude, quit saying sorry. I'm like, ah, did I just bump into you? Sorry, dude. My bad. They're like, quit saying sorry, dude. Just bump into me. Who gives a fuck? And I'm like, (laughs) not me because I don't want to leave thinking like, Oh, this guy sucks. I'm like, I don't. I, I, I apologize. Damn it. I realize my mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, and it's, I mean, we have that little thing in our brain and I think that we might not have a lot of other things in there, but it's the same thing. And I notice it more 
when we go to places in not to be stereotypical by any means, but I feel like they're from cities you know what i mean like busier places of life like we will go to places and in just the rudeness of cutting into lines and you know just being on the phone and just not giving a shit it'll cut right in front of you to take a picture and it's just you go to these places and it's just like what the fuck like i know i'm i'm, I'm a, from small town this and that but i mean do, you should still have some kind of fucking common sense and a little courtesy for others but let's blame covid or something huh right <laughs> and that's how it is like anytime i go to the zoo music park or something like that i hate it just because like if we're around a whole bunch of people i know that they're gonna bump into me get into my personal i i have a huge bubble i don't like when people are even talking close to me i don't know if that stems from covid or what but i just don't like people being so fucking close to me so i always like take a half a step back and kind of tap my toe a little bit and they, they get closer so now people at work realize that i have that bubble so they constantly like hey brandon how's it going i'm like dude get the fuck away from me i was like i don't like this shit and they're like how was your weekend? Was everything nice? Are you having a good day? I'm like, dude, if you don't fucking get out of my goddamn bubble, can't stand it. So if even a concert too, they're like, hey, it's standing room. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> is it? Now I'm like, how you fix it? The stage. How is that fart? Yep. You have the bubble guts to cure the bubble break-ins. So when they're too close to that, how many people are going to hang out next to you super close if you're just giving little rips all the time? All right. You know, oh, like- you want to come hang out? Huh? <laughs> well, and I feel like too that anytime that you go into like a big public thing like that too, there's always somebody who doesn't um, have the greatest hygiene because deodorant probably isn't a belief system where they're from or whatever. Because every time I'm like, someone's cooking fajitas, like there's <laughs> something I smell onions. I'm like, is it? No, it ain't me. I was like, damn, what what is this? So constantly, and they're like, put your hands up in the air, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> keep them down, keep them <laughs> down. No, thank you. I went to a gas station two, three weeks ago. It was 105 degrees outside. And I'm standing in line. And because the person in line in front of me is far enough away, people are walking in front of me as they enter the store. Because I'm giving them space, you know, because obviously. And they'd have to walk behind a whole aisle and go around. That makes sense. I'm, I'm being respectful of my surroundings in public. And this guy walks in. And walks past me, and, and I literally, I said, "Oh my god!" I go, "Man, we need to take you outside and hose you off." <laughs> I wanted to say, "Why can I smell the inside of your asshole?" <laughs> like, honestly, it's like it was—it smelled like stale farts and nut cheese. And it's <laughs> like, how do you go into public like that when it's 105 degrees, no less? Right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm fucking 350 pounds. I shower every single day because I'm worried about smelling. Yeah, you let me ask you: Are they a smoker? Oh, I didn't know if they were or not. I couldn't smell cigarette smoke. It was everything else. Well, I'm just curious. You know, if they're a heavy smoker, maybe they're just like, "Fuck it, this bo smells better than that goddamn smoke." Uh, but probably smell is uh, is nasty as a bog. And this is a rough segue, so I do apologize for anybody listening. But did you know that there is a bog snorkeling championship in Britain? Yeah, I didn't know this, but I found this on the Internet because my algorithm in the world apparently is pretty weird. And this comes out of London from AP News. And the the headline says the intrepid athletes donned snorkels and slithered through slime on Sunday during one of Britain's quirkiest sporting events, the World Bog Snorkeling Championship. 
and it happens in Wales, competitors race uh, to complete two lengths of a 60-yard water-filled trench cut through a peat bog. They can use flippers on their feet, uh, but conventional swimming strokes are banned. He lost me at strokes. Mm-hmm. And I figured I did. Uh, they have snorkels, mass flippers, and a flamboyant touch. One carried a giant plastic toad on their head. Another had a bathing cap adorned with flowers. Uh, spectators also get in on the fun, wearing cardboard boxes, proclaiming them to be limited edition box snorkeling Barbie and Ken. So um, the world record holder, Neil Rudder, who won in one minute, 18 seconds in 2018. Hmm. They go through this trench and see who can get through it the fastest. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'd do it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm right. It's a, uh, two consecutive lengths of 60-yard water-filled trench cut through a bog in the shortest time possible. The Rude Health World Bog Snorkeling Championship. I'm saying bog right, right? Not like Oregon? No, I bog? think so. I just... Okay. I guess I, whenever you said bog originally, I was thinking like pogs. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is a bog? I was so confused. You kept saying it. And I was like, I don't remember what the fuck a bog is. Apparently. Is it bog or is it bog? That I don't know. It's like a buddy I mean, of mine who, who says the word bag. He says bag. Bag. Ooh. Like he's yeah. from Boston. Bag. 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 There's no Y in bag. Well, yeah. even like people from uh, you know Minnesota, they have kind of like that with their G at the end. It's you know very similar to the whole Boston thing because I have a girl that we work with that's from there, and she says it very similar. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying right now? I was like, is Mark Wahlberg in here? Who the fuck is talking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was wild, and I was waiting the whole time for somebody to say something about dirty, because there's a lot of things I want to do in life. I don't think going down consecutive 60 meter, that's what, 180 feet, so 360 feet of dirty, nasty water is, is high on my to-do list, but uh, yeah. If it, was, if it was like a once a quarter thing, or if it was like a fundraiser, I'd be down. Yeah, you know what? This is what we do. We start doing fundraisers for youth softball, and you have your own chance. I mean, you know, just like we mentioned earlier, you only the world record was a minute and eighteen seconds. I feel like that's pretty good, you know, for for us potentially and different activities. But hey, I mean, if you can be an athlete for a minute and thirty seconds and raise some money, fuck yeah. Hell but maybe yeah. if we have enough Patreon subscribers, with the three of us, we'll go over to Wales next year and compete in the thirty sixth annual bog snorkeling, whatever bog championship, and we'll see. We'll do side bets on who in legal states, of course of who can uh, get through those trenches the fastest can't use conventional swimming strokes but early favorite because of all of this stroke experience i feel like eubin could potentially be there with the size uh six two and just a guy that his uh username is whacking off is good at stroking the only thing is though is uh i got this big old dick weighing me down is the only thing i got mm-hmm. to you know giving <laughs> race is waiting he's like i thought it was gonna be something yeah. serious i should have known better <laughs> I knew I knew where this was going. I knew where this was going. But uh I, and I meant to slide this one in here, no no pun intended or dirty segue there, but uh Brandon being a guy from Nebraska. There was a news article of some shit that happened in Nebraska and I, I have to imagine you saw this. If it's maybe the story I'm thinking about, I believe my company broke the story. But was right. it about a animal in a vehicle? Yep, they broke the story. It was it was a buddy of mine who wrote the story who uh tell us about it, but 
If you're allowed to, you're allowed yes, to talk no, about it. Right? Of course, okay. of course. Um, there was a gentleman up in northeast Nebraska near Norfolk. <gasps> I know what you're talking about. Sorry. Yep. And it wasn't in Norfolk proper, which is, which is actually a mid-sized town in Nebraska, probably about 20,000 or so people. It was, it was a much smaller town, but he was headed to town and he was in a four door sedan and he had half of the, he had the top off of the car and half of it was open. So he could have a bull standing in the vehicle. Had him chained and everything else. And and if you see pictures of this, there's just shit all <laughs> over the back of the of the of the uh there he is. So he didn't get ticketed, but uh, he got warnings because it was so silly. And uh his name was Howdy Duty. Yep. The bull's name was Howdy Duty. I can't remember the exact I'm not a, a rancher by any means, but I can't remember the exact breed of bull that is, but That's um, he was riding him into into town. That's a big bull. Like, holy shit. And I love that they just have this gate right here. Like, this is a gate that you would see on a farmer fence. Like, he's got that in there. This little teeny tiny rope hole. But my favorite part is the license plate of this guy is boy and dog. That's his license plate. Maybe maybe he get, hits up a, a local SPCA or whatever the, the, the branch for pets is in uh, Nebraska and gets a dog. By the way, you see how that vehicle's leaning a little bit, that suspension? That's how my mother-in-law sits in vehicles. <laughs> it was like it was like what's eating Gilbert Grape. You remember when she gets in the car and she's like, <laughs> is there as much shit in the back too after it's yeah? There? So if I let me try to find a better picture of it. Uh I that was the picture that I saw originally, was just the amount of shit that was over the trunk and taillights. Yeah, that was oh. the video intro. Let me scroll down and oh, right here, right here. You got it. Ugh. Yeah, you can see a little bit of it there in the back. Best Ugh. car entry. Did he he wanted was this for a parade? This appears to be I think I think the gentleman used the vehicle in a parade, but it wasn't actually he wasn't taking him to a parade. Gotcha. Yeah, because it says the car that Meyer has been driving yeah, in here parades we go. across the area. Here we go. I want to show you guys this. I'll send uh, it to you in the private chat. Scroll down a little bit uh, to where you can you can see about halfway. You can see a better shot of the car itself. All right, let's do that. I like how even the link said "Howdy Doody" on it. <laughs> Howdy Doody. Uh, and again, break in the story. Make sure you guys check out Hastings yeah, Link. I think Nebraska's big rodeo parade. I believe that's in Burwell. They call it the Burwell Ball, which is in the middle of nowhere. But the rodeos are huge here. So scroll down a little bit. A little bit there. Oh, you go. Yeah, it's the one I saw. Yeah. There you go. God. I mean, you know what's happening. You know what's going to, you can't stop a bull or an animal from shitting or pissing. But, I feel like there should be a better like trot system to navigate that maybe in a better way, you know? How'd you like to change, like to change that wheel? That would how be would the tire you? that would go flat 100%. If you're driving somewhere, that's the tire that's going to go mm -hmm. flat first. Let's, let's go with the obvious here, all right? So at least the ship protection is mostly there, but if it, that car, that bull's pissing, that's going right in that car. That guy is getting covered in bull piss. That is, that's terrible. Like, I mean, when do you install a weird, uh, like a, a windshield wiper in the back? Like, it, does it restrict mm -hmm. any view at all? Like, you think he's wearing like a rain jacket or something for the for the piss protection? Maybe an umbrella hat. 
do you, th- do you think insurance covers this? Is this an old cop car? I don't know. I mean, the only reason I'm saying it, it has 911 on the back. Oh, it does. It that gives definitely... very, you know, old school cop car vibes. Just a bullshit cop car. <laughs> ah, there it is. I'm surprised that was it took that long you know, to say bullshit. And you not, know, not my best always, day. It's always a fucking story like that that gets shared all the way around the world. The reporter who covered it for us uh, mm-hmm. did a great job, first of all. He was he was interviewed by the BBC. Really? Yeah. Which who's <laughs> the oh, the gotcha. BBC? But just just in case anybody who does know is hearing this and, and whatever, um, that that last story from Mototrend.com. If you're worried about Howdy Doody safety, Meyer says he does own a large trailer whenever he wants to take his pet steer to places that are more than forty miles away. It's a Crown Victoria. is just for short trips, parades, and the occasional trip to the gas station where Meyer likes to buy ice cream for Howdy Doody. They don't exceed ever 35 miles an hour. Not one time has he in seven years made an attempt to jump out or kick or struggle in any way. Yet. Yet. There's always a time. I feel like we've all seen the show where the those crazy bastards that would live with bears, how'd that work out for them? Uh, unfortunately, there's people that are on nature shows that end up in wrong places at wrong times. Rest mm. in peace, Steve Irwin, for example. I mean, oh man, dude, his son's videos pop up every once in a while, and he had like a very good montage of his like of Steve Irwin talking about like, "Hey, my kids just continued my path or whatever." That would make me the happiest person in the world. And you're like, I'm not yeah. crying on this Wednesday? Fuck you, Steve Irwin. Piece of shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> a lovable guy. That just stupid. That's I mean, they're wild animals for a reason. That's why this guy shouldn't probably. I guarantee. Well, you know what? I'm gonna. T- I know he's not a celebrity, but can you put this guy? In your death pool? Like, is that legit? I feel like something bad is going to happen to this guy. He jinxed it. He's like, never in seven years. You know, but is, is, is how big of a celebrity is he? Like, what, what what's on this celebrity? Are we doing A-listers? How, no, how, he's not how, A-lister. That's what I'm saying. So, like, which is Bob Barker? I put him above the, um, what are those those twins? The Island Boys? Oh, my God. Or whatever. God. I put him above them. Uh, I mean, they're they're already probably bankrupt and out of the scene, aren't they? By this at yeah, this point, dude. Do you, so randomly. So I never, you know, obviously follow randomly. Them. Okay, randomly a mm-hmm. video of theirs would pop up, almost like a TMZ type of thing, or like a third party or whoever's there will display some videos of them fighting in a mansion or something like that. Uh, I want to say it was like a month or two ago. Did you see where apparently they uh, they hopped on the old OF again and they the brothers were making out. I heard that. I didn't see that. I heard it so on a I different show. I, I mean, yeah. So it was disgusting. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with them? And they are indeed brothers, correct? As far as I know, I don't, I don't, I've never, you know, seen the um, three in me or, or whatever test results. But they I mean, so. at what point in your life do you, you maybe consider just getting an actual job? I mean, there, there's no chance in hell that I'm going to kiss my brother uh, for money. Ever. Ever. You know who else was an island boy? Jimmy Buffett. R.I.P. baby. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, we're that show that uh, that keeps up to date with celebrity deaths. There was a couple more, I believe, in the last little bit. Gary Wright passed away. Uh, best known for his hit song, Love is Alive and Dreamweaver. Oh, I can't have Dreamweaver. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he, he passed away on the 4th of September. was 80 years old. And also Steve Harwell. 56. He was a member of Smash Mouth. Yeah. 
That sucked. Yeah. Yep. That one, he was also that, a rapper with, um, what was it? Freedom, FOS, Freedom of Speech. I don't know if you knew that, but if not, check it out. Uh, but yeah, he passed away at 56. And uh, you uh, mentioning some acronyms there. It kind of brings me back to uh, whenever, you know, we had mentioned BBC. Are there any other like acronyms that kind of get to you guys every once in a while when someone says, because like it may mean something different to them, but you're like, <clears throat> what did you just say? <laughs> BBC is my is the one that gets me every single every time. time. Every time. Every time I see someone share something like that, like with the British Broadcasting Channel, and I'm like, that's a big black one, you know? That's what that is. <laughs> that is nothing to do with British. I was uh, I lived in a county uh, that decided to call themselves um, one of the departments, the Chamber, the Crawford County Chamber of Development, and they shortened it to CDC, which was a terrible decision after the pandemic. But... <laughs> It is what it is. The yeah, reviews probably I, went down to one star. The This isn't an acronym by any means, but when I worked at a certain place, they had codes for, at least in the computer department, like they like they had purchasing codes, you know, like so IT could be one, two, three, you know what I mean? And then this other one purchasing code might be four, five, six. I thought it was hilarious. Pharmacies was four, two, zero. Nice. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. But uh, I, we have this first bank, uh, Grand Mutual, that, you know, so it's uh, FBGM. And I'm like, that's fuck bitches get money. 100%. That's always what that's going to be. So always. whenever I see their acronym, I'm like, fuck bitches get money. And I'm like, and it's a bank. So I'm like, it makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it, this has nothing to do. But the other day, um, I, I, I'm doing a podcast, which I, we're going to release it, but I'm not going to overly market it with with my kids. And... We just, it's just, we sit down like this. We just kind of talk and it's just kind of funny to hear different perspectives from kids. You know what I mean? So the other day we were sitting there talking and one of them was talking about a bark or did a bark or something. So I was like, you guys ever heard of DMX? They're like, no. I was like, DMX was a rapper. It was big into barking. And I pulled up a song and just read like a little bit of the lyrics from one of the songs. And I was like, what do you think about that? And they're like, that's so weird. Who would listen to music like that? And I, of course, I had to I had to clean it up quite a bit. But I'm just going there, and I'm just like, "That's weird." You listen to that music? And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I yeah. Uh, introduced my kids to uh, Little John and uh, explained to them like, you know, we had certain catchphrases, and I was like, you know, like Little John with what? And they're like, "Huh?" And I was like, "No, no, no not huh? What? What?" And they're like, "No, no, no!" Like, so that guy was that. That's what his phrase was. And I was like, "Yes, yes." And you knew it was him every time he said it. And they're like explain so i'm just showing them like east side boys a little the yin yang twins and stuff and they're like this music's weird but catchy and i'm like you bet your ass it is you bet your ass it would have been classic if at some point they were just like okay they they get so mad though because i always do like the yin yang twins like ha! like i was getting right in their ears so like they're sitting there eating cereal i'm like ha! and they're like dad fucking stop i'm like now we're on this yin yang twins kick i can't i can't stop listening to it uh, it's I, I've been down this path for whatever reason. I, again, the algorithms are throwing it to me where it's all this like 90 stuff. And I started to kind of start to just randomly post in some memes. I can never be the meme king like Brandon J. McDermott with the food and everything. It's just oh. spot on. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out obviously the Instagram, definitely the Facebook pages. Check it out. But uh, so I'm going to start throwing this just random 90s memes and, and some people are starting to send them a little bit. And uh, there was one the other day that got me was the Tamagotchi. Right. And it was like, you couldn't keep a Tamagotchi alive. And now that you're an adult, it shows. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm like, 
Shit, I'm betting some of these parents that are having a tough time and not doing some great shit probably couldn't keep that Tamagotchi alive. And just all of the stuff that was cool to us is just like, it almost seems a little far-fetched. But at the end of the day, I still think some of that shit's pretty cool. Like, I'm still going to rock. Like, there was one that was like a Charlotte starter jacket. And it's like, if you had one of these, like, like you were royalty or something like that. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I could never afford the Charlotte one, but did I have a Bulls one? Fucking right. Did I randomly just find a Steelers one and have and rock now? You're goddamn right. It had the best zipper, like the logo that they had on it. It just yeah. you can hold it easily. It always it, it was like flawless. But I did have the uh the Charlotte one. I had that one, oh. and then I had a Bulls one as well, uh, because everything was Bulls related back then. So you know it was pretty easy to find. But the Simpsons yeah. probably predicted that sh- the Bulls and Charlotte were going to be the best starter jackets. And then how ironic that Jordan bought the Charlotte basketball team from the Bulls to there. I mean. I think he just sold it again too. I think he he's yeah, he's back out. Yeah. Yeah, back out. But hey, good for him. He he did all right. They were saying the investment was a couple hundred million or, or forget it. And then he sold it for billions. Yeah. That dude is not gonna have to worry about money ever for a very long time. Just a shoe deal alone. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's and what's cool too is everything kind of cycles. So back to the 90s, like you're seeing, of course, everybody and their brother did the up here at least the first day school pictures. Everybody had to post their fucking first day. Like, cool, you're proud. There's probably family not around to get it. But the amount of just random ones that I saw with, like, retro Nikes, retro Jordans on these kids. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. Bring it back. Like, like and my buddy was like, when did I miss that athletic socks and sandals are a fad now? Like, a lot of kids are wearing that, I guess. I mean, back in the day, if you were wearing socks and sandals, you were probably getting shoved in a locker. You were yes. getting a wedgie or a swirly. Like, you didn't do in bright colors. When I was in, in school, like you didn't wear bright colors. See, we usually like you didn't wear long socks with shorts. Hardly ever. You, you wore the like the no shows or whatever. That was always kind of like the unspoken yep. rule back then. And so now kids are just wearing thigh high socks with slides. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And and I always try to tell my kid, I'm like, hey, man, you know, don't don't dress like that. They're like, all my friends do. And I was like, do they? Like, is this, is this the thing now? I was like, I'm trying to like save you from, you know, some like, getting bullied or something like that. But I'm like, if that's how they dress, I, I go ahead, go ahead, fit yep. in. I was in that store and I felt so proud. I successfully was like, that shirt's sick. That one's sick. And the oldest was like, wow, I really like that. Oh, wow. I really like that one too. I successfully picked out a handful You're of right. stuff and I was like, that's a fucking proud bad moment. And it was the first time ever I went to a mall. It didn't get a soft pretzel from what is it, Auntie Anne's? Oh, the pepperoni one, dude, it is so good. Soft pretzels are like I'm addicted to them and freeze pops, which that's a topic for a different. The line was like forty. It was, there was at least twenty people, and I was not going to wait. They the, that crew didn't appear to be keeping up with that, and I was not about to wait thirty five forty minutes for a goddamn pretzel. And you so, don't want a little two year old coming over and calling you a bitch because he wouldn't share. So that is true. That is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll go ahead and say our goodbyes. I looked at the clock, and uh, that's that seems to be a wrap. So uh, on the day of the recording, Sunday, we're going to go enjoy some football, but we can't thank you guys enough for listening to us, whether it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, or maybe it's four months from now, and you, you're finally listening to us for the first time. We appreciate it. Go follow You've Been Whacking Off on all the socials. Links in the description, although I think that's going away on the YouTube. I think uh, pretty soon you're not going to be able to put links in descriptions. Uh, they're trying to get away from that for all the spam that uh that that has been going around so 
if you're listening to this and there's no more links in the description, apologize. And maybe the username has changed. But either way, Brandon J. McDermott, that name's not changing. Check it out. And if you want to listen to him live, again, HastingsLink.com. And I uh, can't thank you guys enough. Thanks to everybody from the Patreon, the YouTube members. But most important, thank you guys for taking some time out of your week. This is fun. I enjoy it. That's all I got. You guys got anything else? No. No softball today. I'm happy. Hell yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Or don't. I'm not the boss of you. Smell you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Quad Pro Quo. Right now, you are probably thinking to yourself, oh, great, another movie podcast. Well, dear listener, you would be right. But throw in a couple of marriages, decades-long friendships, and a shared property line, and you have just another movie podcast with a shitload of drama. Inspired by the iconic quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, each week one of us will pick a movie. It could be a childhood favorite, a classic film noir, an Academy Award winner, or a complete dumpster fire that brings joy to that person's heart. The selector's objective? To get us to love, or at the very least, not hate their pick. Will our marriages, our friendships, and our neighborhood survive? Find out each Thursday on Quad Pro Quo.